You're listening to the Bear Down Chicago Podcast with Logan Bradley, Ryan Dangle, Patrick Sheldon, Brendan Chagru, and Jack Wright. The Bear Down Chicago Podcast. Yeah, we're that Bears podcast. All right, folks, welcome into a special emergency session of the Bear Down Chicago podcast. I am your host, Ryan Dangle. Now, I am joined by Jack Wright and Brendan Chagru. He's back, folks, from his vacation. Um, boys, we got so much to talk about in a very short span of time. So let's do this. Uh, Jack, Brendan, hit us with our sponsors and so that we can talk about some really fun stuff. Jack, you're muted. Off to a great start, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't usually do that. I'm sorry, everyone. So from the very onset, Jeff Cadwalder has been on our backs. He's had our six. So thank you so much for supporting our show, Jeff. And we couldn't do this show without the support of Sheridan's Barbershop, located in historic downtown Wheaton, Illinois. They've been serving the community for 68 years at least with six barbers, and they're open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. They have appointments available to book online or by phone at your convenience. Visit SheridansBarbershop.com or call 630-668-0137 and book yours today. Sheridan's Barbershop, where traditional meets modern. I'm trying so hard not to be so excited, but this I am is such so, a good day. I am so excited. I'm so excited. So, so Brendan, just break it down for us. Tell us the story because I'm literally in my car and I'm like telling you to text me again and tell me the details because I'm driving and I, and I, I can't hear it. So tell us what's going on, dude. I, it's funny. I literally, so it's going to be back first off. I don't want to get in. We'll talk more about this uh, later in the week, but um I literally texted you, oh my God, it happened. And you're like, what? I'm driving. I'm like, oh God, that's so bad. So all afternoon long, I got to give credit to Bill Zimmerman and the entire Windy City Gridiron crew because Bill was on this from the jump in the start. He was kind of throwing out hints that Carolina might be the team that wants to move up to the number one pick. He's, he's tweeting out songs. So we're all kind of already on edge. And I'm refreshing Twitter. Everybody's being super cryptic about the, the situation. And I'm just laying around, I'm recovering from my vacation. I know that sounds awful to say. And literally as my wife leaves, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm on Bears trade watch. Not 30 seconds later, I get the notification it happens. And just seeing that it happened, I had to check like three different times, making sure it wasn't a burner or anything of that nature. And then just seeing the compensation that happened, I was floored. I mean, we're talking, a few, so the Bears trade with the Panthers. We, we probably should talk about that. That's th This is the whole thing. The Bears trade the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. They get number nine in return, number 61, which is a late second-round pick. It's the 49ers pick from the Christian McCaffrey trade, a 2024 first-round pick, a 2025 second-round pick, and wide receiver DJ Moore. That is a haul, boys. That's a haul. Uh, Jack, hit us with your thoughts, just just initial thoughts, and and then I want to, Brendan, I'm coming right back to you, and then I'll finish it up. What are you thinking about this trade? 
I like it on so many levels because I feel like the Bears are sitting at the big boy table for once. Uh, you know, we use the word like half measures and band-aids all the time, and this, that's not this. Uh, it seems like we've got, you know, a GM who can handle his business. I like the fact that we have a wide receiver who's 25 years old. We really need a wide receiver, Ryan. You've been banging on the table for that, and rightfully so. And, and, and he's not already past his peak. You know, it's not somebody who's – you know, 28, 29, who's already put up his, you know, 80 receptions and a thousand plus, you know, multiple touchdown seasons. He's with he's got terrible quarterback play. Yes. With terrible yes. quarterback play. Yes. He's an excellent wide receiver. It gives us so much leverage in the future. It's going to take more than just this year to build this team. I, I Offensive line now, <laughs> offensive line. Mike Fitzgerald's breakdown made me believe more than ever. Like You can have all these assets if you want, but if you can't even protect your quarterback and max protect, then you're screwed. Brendan? I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, we, we knew that Poles was kind of hinting that something was going to come sooner rather than later. He did so many interviews saying as much. And just getting an impact player and knowing that, that this was what Poles was fighting for. So the details of the trade are that the Panthers wanted to originally, according to uh, – I'll shout him out to Bears blog. He's, he's had good info. He's indicating as much that the Panthers wanted to give out a first-round pick in 2025 instead of DJ Moore. Ryan Poles stuck to his guns and wanted that impact player. And I would say DJ Moore – it was probably what the second best player on the Panthers behind Brian Burns. Am I wrong? You made the Panthers worse significantly. You took away one of their best players, got him on your team, got him cost controlled for about $19 million for the next three years. I know it's cap. It is going to fluctuate a little bit, but he was easily the best player that you could have gotten at the wide receiver position aside from the draft. And that's still a total crapshoot. So you not only get two first-round picks, you get two additional premium second-round picks and a wide receiver who would have cost a first-round pick on their on his own. I mean, this is this is huge. It makes the Bears better, makes the Panthers worse, which now, thinking about draft picks for next year in 2025, you want the Panthers to do bad because you got their first-round picks. So this is, this is huge. I mean... I, I'm floored with what Ryan Poles was able to do and sticking to his guns and getting such a good deal. And it also may, they may not be done. Who knows? It, there's so much flexibility now. If they find somebody they potentially want to move up for, they can. They can move back potentially as far as how the draft shakes out. It, this is awesome. I'm so happy. There are three thoughts that come to mind. The first is, who do they want at one? They had to like to to go this early. There had to be somebody that that just sitting there that they go, we have to have this guy. So I really want to know who's it going to be that they're that they're this anxious to go to get. the 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 next thing is DJ freaking more with uh with. Yes, I'm going to say it. Chase Claypool with a full offseason, but 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 also thinking about uh, Darnell Mooney, like that's a hell of a court right there. And and now, like, I'm curious. Like, the third thing is, what do you do in, with with number nine? I definitely think there's probably offensive line, but you also need a pass rusher. Needed a, a three technique. 
there's so many possibilities. I just, I feel so much better about where the bears are right now than I did with this number one overall pick. I saw some, uh, it was the believe network. They were saying that Jalen Carter was going to go first overall. And I was like, guys, I don't, I don't know what you're looking at. There's no way the bears are going this. This is so much better. I'm so freaking excited boys. I'm so excited. Think, think of this and like last, this time last year, March 10th, 2022, the Bears trade Khalil Mack. That was the start of the teardown, the rebuild. We knew that this team was going to go in the dumpster for a little bit, and it was it was hard. Now, March 10th, 2023, the Bears get a haul for their first-round pick, and now this is the start of their truly competitive window. It's amazing what's happened in a year, and I just I, – I, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy with the possibilities. You said it. There's so many different ways they can go, and that's super exciting to me. Jack, Jack, please, if, if you don't mind, I want to ask you specifically, are you thinking offensive linemen? Would you even look at, at, at pass rusher? I know you kind of referenced the Mike Fitzgerald video, which, folks, if you haven't watched that, please go back and watch it. The numbers have been fantastic for us, and we're stoked we're going to have him back. But, Jack, you're now picking at number nine. You have a really good wide receiver. Do you think about uh, in Jigba, right? Do you think about getting Jack- Jackson Smith in Jigba, or or you say no, 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 no? That's too many wide receivers, pass rusher, offensive line. What are you thinking you're going to do there? It's a great question because I still am of the mind that you need that freakish athlete that can get in the end zone a ton. And of all of the production that DJ Moore has, the touchdowns probably aren't his greatest asset in terms of receptions and thousand plus seasons. No question, he's dynamic. He's a great athlete. I, so in my mind's eye, there's there's still that place for finding that premier number one wide receiver. I think Poles is smart. And while I say offensive line, I know he's going to make it a priority from his time as a Kansas City you know, uh, employee with the Kansas City Chiefs, plus his background as an offensive lineman. lineman I think he's going to take best available. And I think he – I think he's begun to show that he is good at doing the work and putting in due diligence. He's spending the time at the combine. He's spending the time in the interviews. I don't know. The the interviews that they have done in the past week, I feel like show that they have great acumen. The, The things that players are saying about, them, you know, talking to Pauls and Eberflus, they would they would like to play for them. Uh, I, I feel like they've got a GM in place, a president, a GM, a head coach, and and, and an OC in in place that are are, are all quality. And now we got a shot for the groceries, and and I'm 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 willing to give Pauls even more leverage than he's already had to pick the right guy at that spot. Boy, I don't know. I, Again, I think if, if it's clear that the wide receiver is 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 the pick, and that you'd be an idiot to pass up on him, then you pick the wide receiver. Um, if you if, and I'm not as familiar with positional scarcity as those guys in the room are, uh, they're very familiar with positional scarcity. So I think that also plays a huge factor, uh, as well as free agency. And, and and Brendan could probably speak better to that. Not to put you on the spot, but you know I think all those things go into play. So I. I I don't even like to come out so strong as being like, we got to take an offensive lineman. I just know from the thing that occurred to me the most from watching and rewatching our interview with, um, with coach Fitz is that it's just almost asinine to try to gauge Justin Fields play based on 
the context in which he was playing offense. That's not to say he can't be criticized and that he can't improve because he can. But we watched it, Ryan. Like you, they have the tight end to block and they have the wide receiver in the block and there's one high safety and a Dallas defense is just teeing off. You can't run a pass offense like that. And they've shown they can run the ball. We've got to figure out a way to pass protect if we have any hope of developing a passing offense going forward. Brendan, putting you also on the spot right now, what are you picking at number nine? What position are you picking? Not even a player position do you think you're going after? Well, I guess, yeah, to Jack's point, and because free agency, I'll just say, that is going to dictate a little bit with what the Bears are going to do. But I'll say I think the Bears pick a tackle because with that nine and like right outside of the – or right inside the top ten – you now put yourself in a position with a guy like Paris, uh, Paris Johnson, um, Peter Skaronsky. Those guys are now going to be start start coming more available. Um, I mean, everybody would have been available with the Domorn pick, but <laughs> their draft their draft slot um, would have been more available, and you give yourself a little bit of flexibility there. But I do think that the Bears are going to really go after tackles. I mean, Juwan Johnson's available. Uh, Caleb McGarry's available, Mike McGlinchey, and of course, Orlando Brown. And with all that cap space, I think one of those guys will become a bear. And now you have some flexibility where you can pick one of the tackles, maybe in the draft, one of them could become your left tackle of the future, if that's not Braxton Jones. But I just think given the kind of where I've seen in mock drafts, and it's you can't really rely on those right now, but with the amount of offensive linemen that are coming off the board in the late uh, no, I was almost said late teens, early teens, and then the late single digits. That feels like a safe pick. But yeah, so much can dictate what's going to happen there. There's so much time to go still. And I would not discount them picking Jackson Smith Najigba or another wide receiver because Darnell Mooney's going to be a wide receiver and he's coming off an injury. Chase Claypool's going to be um, a wide receiver and he's been ineffective. We think this trio is going to be good, but the only one that you can truly count on past 2023 is DJ Moore. So perhaps they actually take a swing at another guy and then set themselves up for the future afterwards. I'm not saying it's likely, but I'm just saying don't rule it out. Well, I just know that there have been so many Bears fans that have been, you know, just uh, elated at the option that that it could happen, that that uh, Njigba could be the guy. And to, to pair those weapons, I mean, but – Going back to Jack's earlier point, I mean, you need the offensive line to be better. Now, are those guys maybe available in free agency? Where you shore up the offensive line a little bit? I mean, this 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 really kind of changes the direction a little bit of this next season. I'm, I'm not saying they're Super Bowl bound or anything like that, but you have a legitimate weapon for your quarterback, and this is the year now where you say, Justin Fields, it's it's your opportunity. You have a weapon in front of you. You've got weapons, plural, in front of you. Can we get you an offensive line? And can the defense do enough to keep you in games? You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe they're looking at a playoff spot at the at the end of this season. I mean, I know it's way too early, and I'm obviously really excited about the move, but I don't know. Am I am I crazy, boys? Am I am I getting a little too excited right now? No, because look what the Vikings just did. The Vikings are purging their team. Um, I, I don't I don't know if you said that. I kind of spaced out because I realized I said Juwan Johnson and not Juwan Taylor. And I hated myself for a second. Um, but yeah, the, the rest of the division is is in flux. The Vikings are getting rid of all their guys. The Packers are in limbo with Aaron Rodgers because that drama continues. 
Jordan Love is still so much of an unknown. I mean, Detroit, I'd say, is pretty legit, but the NFC kind of looks pretty weak right now. <laughs> I, I would not discount, at least right now, something happening where you put yourself in a position to fight for a playoff spot. That doesn't mean you're there, but you give yourself that fighting opportunity. TJ says JSN no matter what. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about like, you know, JSN or bust, but we do love TJ. The, the other thing, and, and I apologize if you mentioned this earlier, Brendan or Ryan, but but the idea that, you know, and it's been said before already on the Twitter sphere and in our threads that, you know, that that there is a fallback plan if Fields doesn't work out, which again, I, I still think he's so incredibly talented. I would be surprised if it, if it doesn't work out once we begin to get a solid uh, offensive structure around him, but you do allow yourself the possibility if you need to go in a different direction at quarterback to do that, which again, <laughs> put, put that as another check Mark in the polls is uh, you know, genius category. Uh, IMO. So can you remember the last time the bears had two first round picks? Was that 2003 when they got uh, Michael Haynes and Rex Grossman? I mean, it, what was it? I think it was. Yeah, that is right off of memory. I just want to put that out Good there. I'm pretty you. impressed. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, nice so I was just thinking Marvin Harrison Jr. has been on my radar Ooh, since the yes. beginning of this season. And now with two first-round picks next season, if Justin Fields shows you, yes, I'm the guy, but you still need that young weapon, maybe you're able to do that. And if not – offensive lineman galore defensive you know linebacker whatever you want I mean, having two first round picks next season I, this is i don't i don't know how you how anyone could be anything but ecstatic with this news i saw one person say and i'm not trying to put them on the spot or anything it was uh my guy scruffy bear herder he was saying i i wish they got the extra third round or i wish they got the extra first round pick making it three firsts but then when you think about it, DJ Moore is a first-round talent. He's proven goods. He's pro- he's a proven commodity. I think we get so wrapped up in potential with draft picks that when you actually hit on somebody and somebody who's so young, who's still cost-controlled, and who has succeeded with just absolute shit at quarterback for the last few years with Panthers, that goes a long way. So I, I know some people can probably like look at the compensation on the surface and say, I was really hoping for three first-round picks, especially moving down nine spots. But, like, you have to remember, DJ Moore, maybe he's not a top-10 wide receiver. He's a top-15 wide receiver, though. He's a wide receiver one in this league. And now you pair him with your quarterback for at least the next few years. You, I just can't overstate how important that is, just getting a guy of that caliber. I'm interested to see, too, and I'm not – going to try to dispute your point, Brennan, because I thought you framed it so well on Twitter and and it probably will be looked at as kind of bookends of the polls chapter. I do wonder though, in terms of minutia, I think part of the polls rebuild will be last year's draft. I do think Gordon and Brisker will be a part of this overriding story. I think Braxton Jones will be in some way. And I, the other thing I've been thinking a lot about is as we talked about, you know, a lot last season, the willingness for the Bears to be patient and develop players. Think about the guys that they drafted last year that they clearly had high hopes for, but maybe just weren't NFL ready yet. But had some of the, you know, uh, you know, some of the intangibles that they were looking for in terms of length and athleticism and speed when they're trying to develop that offensive line. Plus, 
Simo, again, I think is an excellent offensive line coach and proved that last year, especially in the run game, making a lot of chicken salad out of chicken shit, given this, you know, musical chairs of offensive linemen. I still think back to the fact that we signed two guys 10 days before freaking camp guys to play offensive line, you know? And again, that was blowing my mind as we were watching Fitz's breakdown. I was like, they signed two guys 10 days before camp to be integral parts of the offensive line, you know? So yeah, they've, they've got some work to do, but there are some exciting steps. Oh, and we didn't even mention that Karen's going out of town. How have we not mentioned that? Like, I hope, I think, the 12 is gone. If he gets traded this today, like, I don't know what I'm oh. going to do, guys. I'm going on a bender. <laughs> I just – the the amount of Packer fans that are just – you know what? And I and I don't even respond to anything that they say. I'm just like, I just want to wait and see. I want to wait and see what right. happens just just because – but if it does happen – I'm not going to be nice. I'm I'm going to I'm going to say some really really mean things. I'm going to I'm just going to sit back right now, and not say anything stupid, but in my brain I'm already working through all the all the things that just would it be nice to see a changing of the guard? Wouldn't it be wonderful? It would be. Uh, do you uh you guys can vote. Do you even want to address Skip Bayless's tweet? Did you see it? What? What? All caps, of course, because he doesn't know what to do other than yell. Uh, I'll say it again. The Chicago Bears will ultimately regret not taking Bryce Young with the <laughs> number one overall pick. Justin Fields is pretty good. Bryce Young will be extremely good. I, the I, Panthers don't even want Bryce Young. They want C.J. Stroud. Is, are we sure? Yeah, I want to say, are we sure? And then all this Richardson talk that's been going on, like that's why I'm saying that the, the first thing in my whole thought process is what are they going to do with number one now, I because they had to have a guy, but are, are we sure of who it is? Like, well, I saw I, Florio I tweet out like, well, the Panthers put it out there pretty quickly that they may want to still move that. down. And I'm just like, are we just doing, are we just doing draft day now? Basically saying like, <laughs> well, we control the board now. So if somebody wants to make us an offer. Kevin Costner's like, what? What's going on? So I don't, I don't know if it was Sheldon or Logan in our, in our group chat that said, watch the Arizona Cardinals bring in a haul now for that number three pick because they've got their quarterback. They've got maybe right, and so, oh man, this is this is so much fun, boys. I can't stop smiling. Anything else, boys, that we need to talk about because you know we wanted to make sure this was a short episode, and we we have an episode coming up on Sunday night too. Yes, we do. Uh, just shout out to Ryan Poles for not doing this while I was on vacation. I was so afraid. Like I went to Cabo and I was just deathly afraid that I was going to start getting notifications that the trade happened. And uh, nothing would have been better for my wife to say, hi, I've got to leave you at the pool because I'm going to go write about this stuff. <laughs> so uh, shout out to him. This worked out perfectly for me, so I can't be any happier. My sources say that polls waited till you got back, Brendan. Yeah. Uh, my shout out goes to Brendan Chagru for making me listen to the pardon my pardon the interruption uh, podcast with Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. I, I, I tweeted this about I I was so impressed with them as people like they were human they were relatable in a way that ryan pace never was able to do in any way shape or form and it just it was highly highly entertaining so uh shout out there um anything else boys before before we get out of here no what a great day great it's a great day to be a bears fan it's fun to be excited about something 
This is one of those days we're going to remember. I mean, Mm -hmm. you remember the Khalil Mack trade. You remember the Jay Cutler trade. And we had some good moments with those. Just just saying, I know people are kind of out on Jay Cutler, but that was still a monumental day. It was. I was excited. I was excited. Yeah, this is this is going to be another monumental day that we remember. So, uh, yeah, just nothing but happiness here. Fingers crossed. My audio maybe kind of working. All right, we've got a big announcement coming on Sunday night. We want you guys to come back. We'll, we'll keep talking more trade stuff. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, we're excited to to talk more Bears in this fun off season. Two weeks, we got Cam Ellis coming in for all of us. The Bear Down Chicago Podcast. Bear Down.